CEOs of these multinational corporations uh, who distort markets, control markets, but they tell you when you take, you criticize them for their munitions production, for opiates, for fossil fuels, for high drug prices. Well, we're just meeting market demand. Well, these 12 CEOs, they, uh, they made profit, but they reversed the business model, focusing on protecting, treating workers' right, consumers' right, uh, and environment, and they spoke out against war. They spoke out against uh, Amy, uh, Anita Roddick of Body Shop, spoke out against uh, the, the cosmetic industry's harm on, on young uh, customers. Ray Anderson changed Ralph, his entire... We have to leave it there, but we're going to do part two, posted at democracynow.org. Ralph Nader, author of The Rebellious CEO, 12 Leaders Who Did It Right. I'm Amy Goodman. Thanks for joining us. You are tuned in to KBOO Portland, 90.7 on your FM dial. Hello, my name is TK Kapura and I'm an immigrant from Zimbabwe. I'm the host of The Global Cell, which airs live in the airroom the first Wednesday of the month at 7 p.m. I host immigrants and refugees from various global spots. I like to bring out their lived experiences so the world can know something about them. I like to bring a lot through my guests so we may have diverse experiences, cultures, foods, music, interests, and anything on the platform. We can share and learn a lot through their live instructions. Let's do this together not only for a better platform for our community, but a better community for our platform. Again. Tune in for my show, The Global Cell, live in the airroom, the first Wednesday of the month at 7 p.m. here on KBOO 90.7 FM, Portland, and also available on the web at kboo.fm. listening to KBOO Portland. This is The Gap. We are... I can't hear myself, but that's fine. We are live here in station. <laughs> My name is Tammy. How are you, Althea? I'm here. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here with you this morning. In the new year, our first show of the new year. The, the year of new. The, the, the newest year that we've got access to at this point. Um, the, this is The Gap. <laughs> <laughs> the most listened to radio station, radio show on KBOO on Friday at 8 a.m., when, when we're, we're on. on. Yep. Uh, and what do we like to do on this show? We like to do a two-parter type of program here. So in the first half of our show, we'll do an interview. We'll do a news roundup. Today we have a news roundup. News roundhouse kick to the face, as we sometimes say. And in the second half, we'll get into our community question where you can go from a listener uh, and turn alchemy-like into a caller and talk to us about our community question. Before we jump into the news... I want to thank everybody for donating to our end of year uh, fundraising campaign at KBU. We exceeded our goal. Whoa. Huge. Wow. Thank you for all the love. We love you guys back. Okay. <laughs> now we can talk about the news. <laughs> uh, it was fantastic. Um, that's awesome. Way to go, yeah. KBU. Yeah. 
Way to go, listenerships. This is community stakeholdership. Sur- Thank you. Yes, surging into 2024. Can you hear yourself now? I can. I had to. It's a. The, it's a volume. It's a good okay. old volume button. Yeah, yeah. Turning on the volume. Turn <laughs> Does, it up. It's. it's turn so, it up. Hold on. I'm good, writing. I got to write that down that's, for that's later. A good, that's a good theme. Um, so we'll work, that's that, that's a little Easter preamble. Later, yeah. <laughs> um, as we settle in into the the same state, same same station, same studio, new year. Yeah. Settling in. How was your um, last few weeks of the of last year and and new and first week of the new year? It's been good. Yeah, I feel like I haven't gotten the sort of uh, you know, new year crush of like anxiety like i have to mm. change everything right now mm. and because it's as we've spoken about on this show kind of weird to try to change everything on january 1st but i've been i've been doing good yeah what about you i i'm trying to think to uh, answer honestly i've been fine perfectly Great. fine <laughs> chilling sometimes that's all you can ask for in in winter in in the pacific northwest you know it was there was like a, an orangey hue driving in here to this oh. morning which is kind of cute i was yeah. thinking it's yeah we're getting couple more months it's going to be purples and pinks we're coming around the bend and that's mm-hmm. one of the things i mean i love a lot of things about doing this show but driving in to a beautiful sunrise mm-hmm. when the when the weather is right um that is that is definitely one of the things do you have a a new year's resolution that you want to share because um, mine's goofy but if you're serious what's your what's yours mine is that i resolved to own a dvd player this year oh well in the words of our of our most uh most prominent president mission accomplished <laughs> <laughs> Well, not yet. Not yet. Uh, <laughs> our friend Phil said, oh, you need one of those? I can bring it for you tomorrow. Gotcha. I don't know if he's going to. Phil, you don't have to. Next week would also be fine. But gr- if I get a DVD player this early, it's like really frees my year up for what I might buy some DVDs. I don't know. Well, that would be, were you saving that for the for 2025? I didn't want to aim too high. <laughs> I wanted to, I really, I'm really about manageable goals. Sure. You know? um, and the cool thing about DVDs is that it's like a lost art. So yeah. you can get it for pennies on the dollar or for free at the um at the library they oh have, true yep, they have I, a lot i yep. totally forgot about the library aspect yeah i'm i'm over streaming it's too expensive mm-hmm. give mm. me a dvd mm. player you know i would love to do a whole episode about your gripes with streaming services yeah sure i hey, think a lot time. of people would don't get me started it's, where to even start? Where do I'm, even I'll start? write it down. You know, we got some some episodes that we're committing to in the new year. A library episode, an episode about streaming services. Um, I'm trying to think if I have. I don't have any resolutions, but um, I mean, I'm. Tr- I, w- I want to. Tr- I want to say yes to more things because I want to make some big changes in my life in the future. So I want to savor all these moments. You know, listen to this. Like mm-hmm. they thought of this mm-hmm. yesterday. Okay. Okay. So you got the 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 journey. Like, the destination where you want to get to. Right. And then you have the journey to get to the destination. Right. So what about if it's about, not about the destination, (laughs) not about the final destination, Uh but about the journey, the process to get you to the destination. Why? Because that's what you take with you to the destination. Oh, okay. That's what you take. It's not about enjoying your (laughs) destination. No one enjoys traveling. If you travel, we have always tried, you know, Southwest Airlines and stuff. Yeah, there's a there's a lot we could be doing with that. Um, anyway, let's get into the news, shall we? Uh, yes, you go on ahead. Well, let's start with um, the we got we, we're we're taking a look at a Willamette Week article, and it's called "In Two Lengthy Documents, Leading Portland Officials Point Fingers Over Who or What Caused a Crime Spike." It's a terrible title. 
<laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's a terrible title because it's too wordy, and well, it's also oh, terrible. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Give, give them the J school kind of well, just analysis. It's, it's too thing. wordy, but I do. I am, and they also capitalize words that have um, three letters or less, which you don't have to do when, mm. when you have a title. Well, we know how Willamette Week gets down with AP style, which but is to say they, they don't they sometimes throw it out. But anyway, it's yeah. This the the actual pointing <clears throat> fingers like that's. Anyways, yeah. It 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 the the title is just as disappointing as the actual uh story mm-hmm. not because it was like poorly written or something it's just that it again reminds us why politics This is what poli- our public officials are up to. So politics be politicking. A former uh Multnomah County prosecutor this guy named Chuck French put together a 31 slide presentation documenting uh stuff about the Portland's criminal justice system and so-called crime wave and city commissioner Renee Gonzalez has been sh- shopping this powerpoint around which is funny to me he's shopping it around and uh you know the the basic thesis of the the 31 slide presentation which mind you any any slides above 10 you know you put time into it right um but the slideshow is basically saying there's a shortage of cops Nobody is clearing these dang cases and there's few, there's not enough convictions. So more people are just getting away with crimes. That's their, their kind of thesis. And so, um, he sent it to, Gonzalez sent it to the public safety coordinating council. He sent it to Mike Schmidt. He sent it to, uh, Multnomah County chair, Jessica Vega Peterson. He sent it to who, uh, the top judge in the county, <laughs> yeah, the county's top judge, Judith Matarazzo. Um, and it's funny because, well, it talks about how Mike Schmidt uh, hired somebody, hired an analyst to help write a 65-page rebuttal. So that's one response. But also just these, like, sort of bureaucratic sort of, like, slapdowns that sound nice, but... Or as the title said, finger-pointing. Finger-pointing, yeah. yeah. But I, I think it, the language is so funny. The In, in October 4th, this is what uh, Schmidt wrote. We encountered overwhelming evidence of bias and errors of approach at every turn to such a degree that I would hesitate to characterize the original analysis as a trustworthy document, which like kind of just the way that it's written, it sounds so nice, but it's like, you you lied. <laughs> it's is, very this catty. Is, like, this is fake news. And then Jessica Vega Peterson emails and says that, you know, uh, that it's interesting, but there's a lot of context that she'd like to see added. And, um, you know, that everybody is very critical of the presentation that Gonzalez is shopping around. Um, yeah. And it, it seems like such a waste of resources, such a waste of time to do all this. Um, and it... Yeah, no, no, we're talking about it yesterday. And it's just like, really? It's first off, this just reeks of, okay, well, there's an election coming up. So that's why they're doing all this. Yeah. It's and, who owns the narrative. And you have, it's like, I'm going to make a 32, 31 page thing. And you're going to, oh, yeah, I'm going to uno card flip, double, double, or go to jail card. You know, yeah. and it's like, dudes, come on. Let's like, and I, and I, I don't know if this is accountability. I don't know if this is was politicking while there's actual people that are dealing with a lot of, that are that are dealing with the consequences of this. So, like, we were, I was telling you yesterday, there's like a shop. I think a, it's like Urbanite or something, and mm. they they're right on Burnside, very transient place. I assume if you have a store in an area like Burnside in whatever city, that's very transient, lots of bus lines, lots of people walking around, just like a lot of everything. You know, Burnside, there's parts of it that seem like very much like a real city. So, I assume there is an assumption that there would be some sort of break-ins or some sort of like theft just from it being like in an area that has a lot of people it's very busy lots of uh, bars and nightclubs and stuff or mm-hmm. okay 
but the fact that they were hit, I think I don't want to. I, I think it's five times for a business like that. Like they can't sustain. So if we want to have small businesses, if we want people to be able to succeed, we have to make sure that their like businesses are able that first that they don't have to shutter because of you know not being able to open, but also that they can sustain themselves and not have to deal with broken windows and broken doors and locks constantly. And there's another shop. It's like right across. Um, right there in Broadway somewhere. It's like a vintage shop. And if the cops are coming, if, if you know, they break, get broken into, they call the cops. Cops are saying, well, we can't really do anything because from their perspective, their narr- the cops' narrative is Mike Schmidt isn't, isn't going to put anyone in jail anyway, so there's no point because they're only prosecuting, like, murders. And so what does that, how does that leave, how, what does that leave, like, the business owner to do? Just kind of end up holding the bag and sure maybe they got insurance i mean i, I don't know how like the ins and out of insurances and mm-hmm. how many times like their uh, whatever coverage can how many doors they can get replaced for free but it just doesn't they're i don't know i think it makes people rely on either things like mutual aid which we've seen being really helpful but it's not a government resolution and it's not it's great that communities are helping each other but there are that's where we pay ta- like there's there's we pay into the system and the system is not working and instead of Schmidt and Rene Gonzalez and everyone just pointing the fingers at each other like it's a like a like a fever Batman fever dream or Spider-Man fever dream like yeah. why is no one actually doing anything well because they have no incentive to do anything but now that we have the charter reforms mm-hmm. and that there is going to be ranked choice voting yeah. well they're 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 going to have to really these people are not the reason why we have the ranked choice voting and we have a new charter system is because these people have made themselves irrelevant mm. because they're not doing anything yeah so they, they gotta go yeah that's another theme i Bye-bye. mean uh, yeah right put that on the on the docket for later yeah i think what so right schmidt has said publicly that he's you know n- focusing more on violent crimes and that violent crime has gone down or like that they've been successful in that regard um and that you know his his uh the way that he's talking about it is that police are bringing fewer misdemeanor cases you know there was a story a while back about um him or, or like that cops were telling people who got broken into is like yeah right. this is gonna go nowhere you know well, yeah that's, oh, that, well that was with ongoing, the, the board yeah. up scandal that ended up being a, a whole scheme to line somebody's pockets anyway don't need to get fully into that um but I, I mean the thing that i kind of take away from this is or like what i hope that we remember is that crime is like an incredibly complex thing and I don't say complex to like scare everybody off of like, ah, okay, fine, we won't talk about it, whatever, it's too complex. That's not what I mean. What I mean is that we've never like solved crime. Mm-hmm. Like we don't, well, not like any crime, but like crime as a general thing, we've never made it actually go away. Like in peoplehood history yes. of humans, yeah. Yes. And so anybody who is going to give you this flat resolution of like, hey, we just need to do this. We just need to do this one thing and then it'll work. Like that's not that's not how it is you know it's a complex problem and in oregon and in portland and in multnomah county we're dealing with a lot of like overlapping Mm -hmm. long-term issues that are you know from some people's perspective at a fever pitch right now some of this has to do with the public defender shortage they can't clear people out anyway so people are just getting let out of jail Mm. because the constitution does not allow you to leave them in there um Focusing on violent crime, you know, and deprioritizing 
taking people to task for low level property and drug crimes like that's that's a that's a thing that we're trying you know and what what are the metrics of if that works like there's these are these competing narratives about whether or not things are working whether or not they're not um the portland police bureau there is some like uh interesting statistics in here portland police bureau's uh clearance rate so like the amount of property crimes that they're solving in 20 2009 they were uh solving 17 percent mm. of property crimes so again that's like smashing in a window stealing your bike whatever probably some more serious property crimes and that uh in 2021 it was under five percent so they've police haven't like the the data doesn't show that the police have been clearing these or solving these um at a relatively high rate and i also just want to remind people so because all of these things feed into each other so obviously like hey you've seen law and order animosity between the cops and the da doesn't like they're working together on that show and that's how they get stuff done you know mm. anyway um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, I just want to remind people that cops openly admitted to lying in 2020 and 2021 to Portland City Council. They said this to Bike Portland. We mentioned it a couple weeks ago that they lied when they said that they couldn't prosecute. They couldn't go after traffic crimes anymore because they didn't have the personnel. They manipulated that in order to try to get more funding and it worked. But they they like admitted to that. So I this is not to like I mean, I think that that sucks, but like just that is everyone acting with the utmost integrity and should we let's let's take people at their word obviously but also understand when there might be these other incentive structures like you were talking about for sure yeah um and it just again leaves the common resident just like holding the bag for all of this while yeah. we are just 65 pages wasting. 31 slides yeah, it's, just, it's like okay i can make i got canva too what's up like <laughs> <laughs> should i go to city council on the taxpayer's dollar no less also, publish the things. Let me read it. <laughs> uh, I guess we can we can ask we can do like a public record. I mean, yeah, we definitely. Can. I mean, listen, we if Renee Gonzalez has given it to everyone besides my mom, maybe we can get a piece of it too. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> we just need to rename ourselves something that's like similar to Portland Metro Chamber, the right? Council for Gap. Uh, for the gap, closing the gap, Portland interests, <laughs> closing pack or something, and Jokes. then see if he'll just start sending us stuff. Anyway, any last words on on the the crime wave finger pointing? We um, want to move on. No, I think we 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 can move on. I'll, I will I will say this is exactly why we need change and why I'm charter very excited. Charter reform. We love charter reform. They're really making themselves um, look. Silly. This is exactly the re like they. They're constantly giving us more and more reason. They're like, it's like, let's say this is the, you know, the new year and, and all of this news is just like last time on Portland. And this is why, and this <laughs> That's is why we, we do a lot of that on up. this show. It's like the previously <laughs> on Good Portland context. City Politics. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, we try to do that for you. Anyway, uh, what do you want to talk about next? Uh, you can go into the next story. Oh, sure. Uh, well, this is some some sad news. This is that Portland Mercado, uh, the fire that happened on Wednesday morning, mm. has closed mm. um, the businesses there. There is uh, like an effort to like fundraise and support the business owners who were impacted. Um, the kind of the center of the, the like the structure because it's like a food cart pod and business incubator their commissary kitchen was messed up their juice bar was messed up and mm. kind of the the bar the barrio was uh i actually don't know how bad it is but it's not good well if the food trucks aren't able to open that must be well because the food trucks sort of don't damage. have power because yeah. they can't yeah and so uh it's not clear yet what caused the fire 
Um, but, uh, you know, the, the Portland Mercado, uh, in the Foster Powell neighborhood is created by Hacienda CDC. And so they have like a fund going to try to, um, help people in this intermittent time, Mm. tons of small business owners. Mm. I mean, there's like all of the food pods that are on the site. And then there's 60 other small businesses that use that kitchen for their business as well that, Mm. that are now unable to. And it's. I mean, have you been there? It's a cool spot. Yeah, they had the great, uh, they had some really great juices there. They had a gringo juice once. Ooh. When I was post-mating, uh, people would get stuff from that pot a lot. So, um, I yeah, I got myself pretty familiar. I Actually, they had a, the gringo drink I used to get for free because someone, it was very hot. And they're like, you look like you're dying right now. And I'm like, <laughs> I am. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> so I, w- I definitely have a, a very um, good good feels from thinking about the Mercado. So it's a shame that that this happened. You know, thank God no one was hurt. Um, you know, no casualties or anything. Um, and hopefully they get all the wires, you know, working and get everything up and up and running sooner than later. Yeah. Uh, and if anyone's interested in finding out more, there is more information online at portlandmercado.org. So we just wanted to give them a little shout out because mm. mm. I think that, you know, hopefully they'll they'll be able to pull things back together soon, you know? I think if you're starting off a new year like that, it me- only means good things are coming. Yeah. Like, that's... That, really that might be the low. Yeah. Hopefully, that, you know, we'll, we'll hit a high. Has to. Yeah. It's only... It, I'm not a scientist. Well, a little bit, but this is science, really. <laughs> you have to... What goes up must come... What comes down... Gravity. It's a theory, but it works. It's working. Yeah. Um, next story? So be, speaking of working... Okay. Okay. Uh, the... I I like this. I I feel like every week we need to have a story talking about Tina to- Tina Kotex Task Force. Task Force. Activate. Yeah, let's. We're auditioning sounds for what the task force. If you are audio cue will be. If you're into audio and making and mixing and stuff, and you want to make like a Tina Kotex Task Task Force activated or something. You want a task force? Call it Task Force. We got ideas. Anyway. Uh, or, yeah, or if you have ideas, please send them over to us. But the task force recommendations are making uh, making uh, another another pop-up, and this time in the expansion of a treatment option for Portlanders, uh, which seems to be on its way from the central city concern. They're planning to buy a new building, which they're, suppo- they're not 100% confirm- confirmed yet, but they're looking at, I think it's 16 and Burnside in Southeast. Lolo Pass Hotel. It will include 70 treatment beds, temporary housing for those with substance abuse disorders, sorry, substance use disorders. Um, and the county will be voting on the funds for this new project today. Oh. Yeah. And then the city, <laughs> God bless them, they'll be, uh, they'll be voting later this month. Um, so part it's so it's going to be collaborative collaborative effort between yeah. the county, the city, but also and central the state. and the state because there's OHA funds that are going towards it as well. Oh, cool! And central city concern. Yeah, they're, so they're going to also be using their own budget for the purchasing, and they'll be managing this initiative. In this article, uh, was it KGW? Yeah, there's a KGW. They were in. Um, they had a quote that's saying that it will that the hopes is that this building will be staffed 24 hours seven days a week and will be referral based so people can stay in treatment for up to four months mm-hmm. and it will also be transitional housing options yeah they have like two different types of bed there's like awesome. the intensive treatment and then there's more like transitional you know housing support less intensive but you still get to stay in the same place in a statement the central city concern said that 
Medicaid data informs us we need more of these services and aligned leadership empowered rapid success with this project. Mm-hmm. This is a real win-, win for our region. Yeah, yeah. Well, and can we do a slow? It's a slow clap. Well, you are, and I, don't slow claps have to get fast at some point? Oh, hmm. <laughs> we'll, we'll think on that. <laughs> I uh, there's a. Can I read you a quote about what the what this property is is like good for? Go for it. Um. So, uh, in the budget request from the county, they wrote, "quote The property is close to methadone treatment and other addiction treatment services. Has good transit access and a commercial kitchen, making it well suited for conversion." Um. I've actually I've been into this hotel slash hostel. It's pretty swanky mm-hmm. in there. Mm. Um. But it seems that you know. Perhaps opening a hotel in 2021 didn't go that great. Um, and there's a Willamette Week article about it that just has a line that I find funny. Um, this is from a couple of days ago. Lauren Gonzalez, one of the two sisters behind the hotel and the web of limited liability companies that own the building, initially said, quote, nothing was happening when reached by phone this morning and then did not respond to follow-up questions after Willamette Week learned additional details of the purchase. Mm. So they're being real tight-lipped about it. Not yeah, too sure I, why. I but was wondering about why they're being... It's it's yeah. It, even in this it's, article, it seemed a little like maybe they're wanting escrow. I don't know. I don't even know what escrow means. I just said. <laughs> <laughs> Could it be they're in escrow? Maybe they're in escrow. No. Twenty twenty four. We find out what escrow means. <laughs> don't talk to me right now. I'm, a, I'm an escrow. I'm, I actually oh, no. can't answer. How are you doing? I can't answer. I'm I, an escrow. <laughs> who knows? Um, but this anyway, is big. This is this is great. This is, I mean, it seems like this. It's a slam dunk. You know. You know, and Tina Code. Listen, Tina Code. She she she's. She's doing Tina Kotech task force. This Tina Kotech task force activated. (laughs) They're they are activated. Mm. Uh, They're they said we have this November we're meeting. Was it October is when they're setting this. November is when we're meeting. November twenty something is when we're proposing things. Mm. January first, boom per escrow. Like this is amazing. Um, and of yeah. course, there's a couple of other things in the task force recommendations that we that we've been talking about, you know, as far as like the business, yeah, um, the taxes uh, issue. I- I- initiatives and all. And we're not issues, thrilled about but, the lack of taxes. Uh, although this is, Tina Kodak is doing the. Th- I'm, I'm putting my hands. I'm an escrow about this, but I'm feeling pretty good. Um, this should be really really exciting, and the fact that it's in such a, such a transient area again is really um really great so so we're at how, how are you <laughs> i'm just writing down i'm an escrow about this just in case we need to just escrow TM, TM, TM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, i think that they they have a pretty quick turnaround i think on um refurbishing things as well yeah they're saying that it could be open by this fall yeah this fall that's like that's the cut that's doing doing the work can i say you Thank know, you. I, I mean, it's just good to drop one of these. Like, <laughs> hey, progress, guys! Look, seventy new beds. We're on. Our, we're on our way. You know, there's, um, man, yeah. So, so many. There's a lot of things that are that are going to happen this year, mm. and more foreshadowing for for a community question. But yes. this seems to be like there's going to be a lot of movement. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, ups must must come downs, and uh, downs yeah. must come ups. You yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cycles. <laughs> cycles and cycles and ups and downs. Pendulum swings, as mm. we sometimes say on this mm. show. Mm. Do tell, do tell. <laughs> but I am, uh, yeah, I'm so I'm glad to glad to hear this. Yeah. And I mean, it's I've been in there. It's a nice space. I'll be like a little bummed that, you know, the one place where you could get coffee after 4 p.m. Uh, in this neighborhood is gone. But somebody else could fill that spot. It's not we get coffee at home, as they say. Yeah, bring your own coffee. <laughs> What, are you going to refuse people <laughs> substance use treatment just because you would like the idea of having a coffee? Come on. 
This is me talking myself out of it. Sure. Like, they're like, oh, all right, well. Plus, um, I shouldn't have coffee after four anyway. Yeah, you see how... Yeah, you... you. Well, I need to plan ahead. <laughs> Get the iced coffee at 3.50. Oh, there you go. Hit it, you know, hit it later, depending on how much I need to stay up. Anyway, this is not a show about how much coffee I should or should not be it, drinking. I mean, I, it's not not a show about how much <laughs> coffee you should or shouldn't be drinking. Thank you. Can you can make whatever you, you want it to be. But uh, do we want to talk about electric bills a little? Um, yeah, sure. Um, Unless, well, what is your co- You just do coffee in the morning? I, I, I'll mainline it if I need to. Okay. I, do I? That's, that's a silly question. Do I? Do you, like, what's the latest you'll drink coffee, would you say? Nine. Not, wow. You know? What time do you go to bed? Is this 9.15. <laughs> it's too personal. This is... Get uh, out of there. <laughs> I, I come from a from a line of co- of coffee makers and drinkers. You know, okay. the, so it's Ethiopia is where the coffee comes from. Right, I know they'll right, say, right. well, the, the, you know, the Arab trades, yes, they popularized it, but who made it? Right. Um, so you know where it comes from? Even the as beans. a kid. Uh, yeah, the beans. I remember as a kid, um, like for lunch and stuff, yeah. there's a coffee ceremony. And I would drink it, which now I know is uh, what people call espresso. But I was just drinking, like, uh, just straight up espresso, like, as a child. Uh, so I think... Do you think you would have been taller if you didn't? Because everybody says that it stunts your growth. What do you mean it stunts your growth? Well, I don't know if that's wow. true. This is what people say. Maybe that was just how my parents talked me out of drinking coffee when I was little. We're not very tall people, now that I think of it. <laughs> We're not well, a tall people. Mm. But, I mean, it's all relative. Right? I mean, I, you're not short, I would say. I five five and a half. Boom. <laughs> the, the the angel numbers. I think it's the like the world average or something. <laughs> Actually, it might be a little taller than the world average. Oh, get slam dunk. Sl- speaking 2024. of <laughs> Speaking of a little bit higher than the than the average. Okay. Okay. Uh, Portland General Electric customers' bills will go up starting in January. No. Womp, womp. And by a double digit amount of numbers. I didn't vote for that. Yeah, they didn't yeah. ask Tammy if Let's, that was okay no, with her. No, I'm serious. Why are they not? Why is it not someone mm. who's in an elected position making these decisions? Yeah, uh, it's a good question. But yeah, 17.2 percent increase for residential customers. So Ooh. that's the you and the me. Commercial customers are getting about a 16 percent bump. Industrial customers getting an 11 percent increase. This is to help fund uh, grid upgrades, power costs, operation and maintenance. Some of it does go towards trying to not have wildfires, so that's good. <laughs> the look you just I'm not. I, she's trying to sell me, so I'm not well, buying I'm that just one. Saying, I'm just explaining what the article says. So let's say you have a 60- but it's the it's the highest in two decades. This amount, this pay increase. Just to well, say, it would have not been say. if someone asked me if I wanted this <laughs> increase. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how much would that actually be. Like, let's say you have an average of a sixty dollar bill. A monthly sixty dollar bill. On. I, I I got a calculator here. Sixty times one point. Mm, it becomes seventy dollars. Mm. The average household, so according to this, though, is one hundred and fifty bucks. I mean, in the in the winter, you know, it's chilly out there. That's burrito money right there. One seventy five. Uh, from a hundred? Well, from one fifty. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, We're just doing some some simple percentage what is, oh, it's calculation. Oh, <laughs> like, where are you? Where are you getting these numbers? It's right in front. Seventeen point two and six fifty. It's like she's crunching these numbers. How did she get it? That's, not not off the dome. To be, I'm going to say it's unfortunate. I'm. I said it. I don't like it. Boom. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Solar uh, global windmills. <laughs> <laughs> 
the global windmills are not going to want to hear you. They're an escrow about this. They're an escrow about it. How do you feel about this? I mean, I don't feel great about it. No. But it's also like, I don't know, especially like for your electric bill and stuff, it's like, okay, well, I'll turn the light off when I leave the room. But like, I do actually have to have heat to be alive. Yeah. So. Couldn't they do this? Or AC in the summer now because it's so dang hot. I would have really appreciated if they did this like around spring, like when it wasn't really, really cold or really, really hot. And then by the time that we did, it did get really cold or really hot. We wouldn't even notice it. We'd be used to it. We would honestly wouldn't even notice it. Yeah, I think starting it in March or April would be They couldn't have. I wish they would have tricked me on this one, honestly. (laughs) Like, I'm just, you know. I want the bait and switch, please. I do. This is is where you need to do bait and switch over here. Because now I'm going to, you know how angry I'm going to be paying my bills this <laughs> Be like, I didn't vote for this. Ugh, let's, all right, I'm starting like, a petition. Tur- I'm not it. using any hot water. I'm not <laughs> using any of this. I'm not using any of that. I'm sitting in the dark. I'm investing in candles. <laughs> and yeah, sometimes they're more expensive than using the electricity. I'll get candles all those baby expensive. baby bell cheeses to get the waxes from them oh. make candles myself. See, you try, try you can't. Can- <laughs> I'll get past this you anyway. You can't sk- out-scheme the schemer. No, I'm not loving it. It's And I, I really wish there would... I don't know. I wish there would have been something, a break for maybe, like, people who have families of there, X amount of people or something. There are, like, ways to have support uh, from nonprofits and from the state on your uh, I see the Oregon Community, or Community Action Partnership of Oregon. Yes. So that might be something to explore that might be something to explore. Yeah, there says a quote here. If you are right at the poverty line, you're already spending t- 10% of your income in your monthly electricity bill. If that increases, you will have a real problem. There is plenty of research showing that people make trade-offs between spending money on food or spending money on health and electric and spending bills on utility. That's right. I know that's right. I know that is right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there seems to be that PGE offers discounts for low to moderate income households. The company also offers energy efficient initiative, initiative programs with partnership with the Energy Trust of Oregon. Yeah. Um, and there is an income qualified bill discount program that could offer up to 25% reduction. Of that's helpful. Okay, that's more than bills. The, that's You would even get to offset the entire thing plus a little bit. And they're expecting this to double in the next couple of years. Okay. Well, so, that's good. Um, 60,000 already using it. So, all right. I mean, it's still, I, I it's still. It's just the legwork that you still have to do to keep your bill to be the same as it is now. It's kind of wild. And they're, yeah. And they didn't make me do any legwork to, to ask me, to ask me if they, uh, I just wish it would have asked. 2024, Even like the government survey. has to run everything by Tammy. <laughs> as, as by me, I mean, capital M, me, us. Right. We. The royal we. The royal me. <laughs> the royal me. There you go. <laughs> they didn't know about that. Yeah. Anyway, shall we go to... I think we're ready for a Midway song. Folks, this know. is The Gap on KBOO Community Radio. Stick with us. We got our community question coming up next. It is a dream that I wake from the head to rewrite this song. There's no need for an escape. You've never been here all along. You were in the
Uh, it's probably, we're here. Here we are. We're back. Probably over here it is. What was that song? Uh, Long Walk to Never by J. May. Okay, okay. Oh, <laughs> J. May. <laughs> J. May. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we're back here on The Gap on KBOO Portland. KBOO's, actually Portland's most listened to radio station on KBOO at 8 a.m. on Friday when we're on. Yep. No one can take that away from us. Uh, Tammy and Althea here. I'm Althea. I'm Tammy. Great. Just thought we should reintroduce ourselves. Folks, it's community question time. The first community question of 2024. <laughs> Sorry, it's so, so forceful. It just came out of me. Say 2020 year. 2020 year? 2020 this year. I even got the dates mixed up here. Each year on this program, for some of the years that we've had it, <laughs> Tammy has brought forth a theme of the year. In 2022, that theme was... Somebody's getting sued. In 2023, that theme was... Get it down writing. Get it down in writing. And uh, today we're asking you for your help. Help us craft the theme of the year. Let us know what you think. 503-231-8187. You can message us on the website at uh, kboo.fm. Click on the chat with us button. You can message us on Instagram at The Gap Radio. I'm looking at all of these things. We have to come up with a theme of the year. How would you describe, you know... What makes a good theme the of the process, year? The process, like, if you'd yeah. like. Well, thank you so much for asking me about my <laughs> process. I do appreciate it. Um, obviously, there is the self and what you are going through. And then there is the everyone else around you. Uh-huh. Um, but there are a couple of through lines, you know? You get to talk with people and you disagree on things, but there's things you agree. Mm-hmm. and Or even if you find yourself disagreeing with... with, with, uh, with it's... Even th- even within the disagreements, there's something to agree in. Is uh-huh. what I'm finding. Yeah, and it's in this it is in this tension that we live in is where you find the 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 foresight to see yesteryear, but also into the future at right. the same time. Sure, it is a place where there is no time and no space. Actually, yeah, it is just being and not being at the same time. Right, and so that's when I'm able to transform, you know, morph <laughs> into the vision of of tomorrow. Um, yeah, so basically, where do you see the year going to? Where do you see, what, do you, what kind of trends do you see maybe popping in? Because uh, sometimes up in the it's next a trend, year? which is somebody's getting sued. Very true in 2020. A lot of people. Well, because in tw- there's cause people are doing a lot of messed Shady up stuff, stuff in 2020, 2021. Yeah, and then in 2023, get it down in writing was more of a command. Yes. But also, like, seeing where based the, on the idea abortion, of getting something down in writing. Based on uh, Roe versus. Uh, the Roe v. Uh, Wade overturn- Roe ver- getting overturned, yeah. Gotta get that down in writing. Get it down in writing. Mm. You know, that 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 is is transformative. You know, somebody says something messed up to you at work, get it down in writing. And there's, um, so any any kind of trends, any kind of things that you maybe happened last year that you were like, oh, this is going to definitely be relevant again in the upcoming year. And there's an election year coming up. Yeah. So... There's going to be a lot of prediction. I feel like Vivek Ramaswamy is going to is that's what I'm feeling. Not as far as like winning, but I feel like there's going to be a lot of stuff with him. Sure. I don't know what, but I'm I'm sensing it. Yeah. I just had a vision. And they, see, there and it is. Of, but it's not related to the year theme. It's just of him. Um, you know the the icebreakers mints that are actually like <laughs> fruit flavored. Just him uh, opening up the the small side and like trying to fish around there. <laughs> For a mint. That's what the image that just came into my brain. That's him. And he's and he's excited and he's like, Oh, I gotta get it out of there and it like won't come out. Uh I can see that. Yeah. I can also see him wa- like offering offering I like, might try to make that in Canva. Offering <laughs> Nikki Haley a breath mint and, and get and do being like really mean about it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. see that. Um, like, what, 
do you call her ugly? Or he said her, her curtains were ugly? Or what did he say? I I, listen, after Trump called someone's wife a dog, I was just oh, like, <laughs> all right. So anyway, back to the year theme. That's not the theme of the year. Don't let him define it, please. But let us know what you think. 503-231-8187. We're in a brainstorming session, people. Let us know what you think. From things you said earlier, turn it up. Turn it up. Uh, I'm in escrow about this. I'm in escrow. Turn <laughs> I up the think escrow. That's a theme, but it is I, funny to say. A theme I can think of, I, I feel like might be relevant, um, is for the 2024 because of like you know all the local uh, elections that's going to happen. Is yeah. this is just too much? Too much. Is it? Can I say damn on the radio? Yeah, you can. This is just too damn much. Too damn much. I think that's gonna. That's a. That's a theme for another. What What about a theme about patience? She gave me a look like she didn't like that one. That's uh, fine. No, oh, but I'm just putting it on the sheet. It's something that I know that I need to practice. So yeah. if anything, I think it's, it, it's that much more. It's me so acknowledging how good right. that is. Yeah. Patience. Have patience. Is there a fu- more fun way we could say that? Hmm. We'll think about hmm. it. We'll, uh, patience. Like, patience as a theme. 503-231-8187. Help us out with crafting next year's theme. Theme uh, of the program. Theme of the program, 503-231-8187. Again, 503-231-8187. Let us know. If you got a personal theme, if you got something, you know, slightly off topic, that's also fine. You know, we're, we, we got to say everything and then we'll narrow it down and come to whatever we want the year's theme to be. You can also message us on the website, kbu.fm. You can message us on Instagram as well. Our handle is at thegapradio. You can also send us an email, thegapradio at gmail.com. We're so available. <laughs> Arguably a little too available. We should be, maybe, is there anything about like being coy or like, you know, sort of withholding oneself? Or is this a year of, you know, put it out there and, and make it what you want it to be? Another thing, uh, to answer your question, another thing comes from, show us what you got. Ooh, I like that a lot. Think, I think we're going to be seeing or <laughs> follow up to that. Please don't show us what you <laughs> <laughs> But at the same time, sort of dial it back to a reasonable amount. So that's what you got. But, you know, but, <laughs> consider keep how, it an escrow. Consider, <laughs> consider how much you want to show us of what you've got. Might be too long. Show <laughs> us what you got. <laughs> I, I, I can't get over that. I don't. I want to Google it, like what it really means, but also I don't want to. It's a magic. The magic just, of it all. It's just getting me. Uh, anyway, it sounds like we have Steve on the line. Hi, Steve. How you doing? Yeah. Hi. I'm doing great. I I just wanted uh, you guys um, were talking about your themes and you were talking about patience, and you you called it out yourself. You said you want to practice it more, and I think that's it. Practice. Patience. Practice mm. patience. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes, I think that that's that's fabulous. It's definitely aspirational for for I us you. Yeah. in the studio. All right. Thank you. Like thank it. you. Yep. No problem. Bye. Appreciate it. Practicing patience. Practice, practice makes patience. Patience <laughs> makes practice. <laughs> the practice and the patience. Well, I, there's a quote I like. It's a uh, every master was once a student. Mm. I always I always remind myself that when I find myself like feeling like oh i don't i don't get this i can't do this yeah like well or what's the thing it's like ten thousand hours to be whatever clock in your ten thousand hours oh i love that Ten thousand hours of you quantify it you gave me a number yeah good that's all (laughs) me and renee gonzalez all we want is a number i want a presentation and a number uh anyways just kidding we have i think another caller on the line you're on there with us can you hear us yes 
if if I'm on the air. Hi, yeah, you are. Oh, okay. Um, well, you kind of opened the door there, talking about Portland General Electric, and um, reminded me of, of of something that uh, the writer Gore Vidal used to call the United States of America, the United States of Amnesia, mm. because uh, neither you nor there isn't much coverage, even in the alternative press, of the fact that we in Portland don't have a municipally owned utility. Mm-hmm. We we have. Uh, we never even privatized Portland General Electric. It has always been a profit-maximizing corporation. And when you compare it to cities that have uh, municipally-owned utilities, you see that the public isn't quite sheared to the degree. Mm. The public funds aren't quite not there to cover things like mental health and other important things that municipal institutions should be covering. And in your overview, you don't even mention the Enron scandal in talking about Portland General Electric. So Mm. that's another thing that's gone down the Mm. United States of Amnesia memory hole. Ooh. I, I I feel like that could turn into a theme for the year of, you know, how do how do we remember? How do we remember to remember? Well, one thing is you could invite the head of the Portland Utilities Commission onto the radio, and if they refuse to answer your questions like so many at City Hall refuse to, it's very useful to be able to keep telling the public, well, we have invited the Portland the the uh, Public Utilities Commission commissioner here and we have invited the district attorney which is where complaints to the public uh, uh, utilities commission go to the state of Oregon attorney general's office and yet we never see that kind of follow-up I mean there's only so much the Willamette we can do with a shrinking advertiser base and not enough pages I'm amazed they've been able to do as much muckraking as they have and I know you guys do volunteer work. I mean, you may be paid, you, you and Tammy, but the fact is that the news-gathering people at KBU are not salaried. So I, I don't mean to be a voice looking for the impossible, but let's not forget the things that we as citizens should be remembering. Enron, who owns the public utilities, these are private profit-maximizing companies mm. that have had record profits. And in the meantime, the taxpayers have to cover things like uh, supplemental nutritional, uh, the the SNAP food stamp program, while companies like Kroger get to monopolize even more of the market. Yeah. And their employees, Kroger has the high, Kroger owns Fred Meyer, for people that don't know, uh, and I work for them, and I can tell you that if you go online and look up Kroger on More Perfect Union, you will see that Kroger is the number one Fortune 500 country uh, company in this country, uh, the United States of Amnesia, that has workers living on food stamps. Well, thank you, thank so, you so much, much. For, for calling. I Definitely the utilities being privatized, I'm filing that away as, as something and remembering to remember. You know, that's, that's, that could be a great theme for us. Remembering to remember, yeah. And it always uh, helps when people come together and help people remind because, like you said, one person can't do everything. Also, 
I appreciate you uh, thinking I, I get paid to do this show because, you know, I mean, Amy Goodman over here, but I don't. I don't. I do no, this volunteer for volunteer for action. for the sake of doing it because uh, yeah. it's really important. And I get to meet awesome people like Althea and Sherry. But thank you for thank you for that assumption. I guess we do sound super awesome on the air. Way to go. <laughs> Just Althea. so profesh. Um, um, I got a couple other comments on our theme of the year. That's what we're talking about. Coming up with the theme of the year for the show, The Gap, which is this one. It's roundabout, what I'm saying. Yeah, um, I was like, wait, is it? <laughs> Sorry, is it this show? Um, so we've been talking about patience. Somebody online says, the reward of patience is patience. Wow. That's almost as good as my first one. Mm -hmm. uh, wow. I'm actually, wait, hold on a second. The reward of yeah, patience thinking is about patience. It. I got wow. another one from Instagram. This is from uh, Ellipsism on Instagram saying, have some damn patience when you're showing what you've got in escrow. Oh, ah. Uh. <laughs> So we like that one. That's good. We're writing them all down, folks. If you want to share what you think the theme of the year should be, let us know. 503-231-8187. Um, we have another, uh, someone weighing in online saying, uh, remember to remember is their vote. Mm. Remember to remember. Mm. Mm. And in the words of Modest Mouse, I never knew nothing, so there's nothing to forget. <laughs> but no, but we do know these things. But this is exactly collective memory of it all. Mm. And if, um, and that's why it's so important to have like the multi generational movement building, <clears throat> multi generational like anything when it comes to politics, because there's yeah. there a whole generation there's a whole generation that wasn't around for nine eleven, you know, mm. and like we gotta we gotta well that that was like such a bombastic thing, but there's like a whole generation that doesn't know who Enron is. <laughs> that's true. And have that's never heard of Enron. There's a whole generation that's never heard of the 08 uh, crash that maybe know something about Occupy but aren't sure what it is and it's this intergenerational work that gives us the ability to remember yeah. to contextualize more than just remember because you know how many times have you read something about like a historic event maybe that you know when you were still around like nine you know okay I keep saying 9-11 because such a big deal but and it's been brought up more mm -hmm. recently right but it seems like there's a lot of people who don't run around after that and don't remember what happened to people in the states what happened to people like across the world really yeah. and how much of an impact it had and the the more the more important thing is the cultural impact of things like this because the so the cultural impact will eventually have a political outcome to it as well mm -hmm. so it's like you know right up the street from one another yeah very, so very true it's easy to just like and you know Newspapers can, a, you know, like the college, they can only do what they do, and they can only capture what they can capture, mm. what, that their editor will let them, you know, because right, there's right. all those interests. Everybody's but, got a word count. But it is interesting, now that we are documenting more uh, from being online, you know, from social media, from just people having blogs and stuff, I wonder if that uh, amnesia might dissipate a little bit because mm -hmm. of that, because we are remembering a little bit more. I think we are. I capturing. Think that, but at the same time, as it's the sort of, like double-edged thing where there's also things being scrubbed from the internet oh constantly, yeah you know and screenshots oh. <clears throat> screenshots the wayback machine screenshot uh, somebody online says 2008 was 16 years ago wow i don't people, like that there are people Twitter, driving no <laughs> there are people on the road that were not uh cognizant at that time um darn what's the thing i just said i just i'm amused my own muse mm, mm. I mean, there's, 
you know, we got a, we got a lot of uh, good ideas here. We do have a few minutes left if other folks want to call or message or let us know what you think um, for the theme of the year. What should it be? Um, that uh, you can call us 503-231-8187. Clara on the email says, enforce personal boundaries this year. Mm. Okay. 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 Not 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 getting getting pulled out. I'd like know? I'd like to ask ask uh, emailer how they plan to do uh, this. Yes. But I like that. Yeah. And even for the show. You yeah. Because sometimes. Sometimes we got to, and Althea's good at, at the boundaries. Uh. <laughs> Am I? That's nice of you to say. Um, yeah, another, I got another email okay. from Matthew saying, two ideas on the patient's train of thought. Number one being, wait for it. Oh. Number two being, praxis, question mark, patience, exclamation point. So we, thank you. Thank you to both uh, Matthew and Clara for oh. those for those ideas. We love that. I really like wait for it. Wait for it. It, it, could, it could mean so much. Because it can be wait like. Wait for it is powerful. Wait for it. Like you put excited. a lot of ellipses after that, by the way. Because. because cause, How long are you going to wait? Or it can be like, wait for it. Wait for it. You know? Or it's like, you wait for it. It's coming. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like that a lot. It also sort of expresses what it means to be an escrow, I think. <laughs> I did. I Googled it, but I won't tell you what it is. Are we using it even remotely correctly? Um, Just I, give me a thumbs up, thumbs down on that. Okay, it's a midway thumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a state of being, for sure. It's a state <laughs> so we, we got that right. I, we're titling this episode The Year of Escrow. <laughs> and people are like, oh, these silly... Well, let me explain to you. We're, we're millennials. We'll never buy homes, so this yeah. is why we don't know does, what this word means. It doesn't apply to me. <laughs> if you talk, want to talk to me about avocado toast, I got you. But yeah. escrow. I'm all. A f- I, I'm. I'm a big fan of creative use of language. I told you about the <laughs> Trader Joe's cashier on my birthday who got on my case for saying for saying I was going to the beach when I was going to the river. Oh no! But those are those are just no 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 no. Bodies no, no I'm water. saying creative That's use of language. I'm not driving all the way. I'm going to the beach. I'm going next to a body of water. Why is what I said wrong? And it's less syllables than riverbed. So arguably, I'm being more efficient, wasting my time trying to critique me of that I don't know what a beach is. I do. Have you seen the episode of The Office where Kevin tries to not use as many words to I get I talk about across? that pretty regularly. Yeah, that's exactly what that made me think <laughs> Why of. say many words when few words do trick? Uh, <laughs> uh, we do have a few minutes left. If anybody else wants to let us know what they think about the theme of the year. We're, t- we're thinking patience, maybe. We're talking about being an escrow in a figurative sense. We're talking about... Show us what you got. Remember to remember. Remember to remember. Wait for it. Remember to remember. Uh, don't forget about something. Don't forget. 503-231-8187. Yeah. Hey, it, what's, a, what's a VP say? We didn't, w- you didn't come out of a coconut. <laughs> she said that. That's a quote from Kamala Harris, <laughs> Vice President of America, United States of America. I'm so glad we elected her. We didn't. I love that we didn't come from a coconut. It sounds silly. I know it sounds silly, but we didn't come from a coconut. Like, yeah. We came from so. <laughs> We came from somewhere, and that somewhere has a story. It has a, it has a, it has a mm. culture. It has a meaning. Things don't yeah. happen in a vacuum. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Would that be plagiarism to just to just plagiarize <laughs> the vice president? We could send her an email. Get her permission. Could you? I bet you she would. She would probably love that. Uh, we did it, Joe. That one. I feel like I, I. I don't know that you can come into the, the year with a sense of accomplishment. I mean, we made it here. That's true. We did it, being past the new year well but you just wait for it right oh see? Yes. <laughs> what does the winner we get didn't, i didn't come from a coconut 
Uh, 503-231-8187. We have about four minutes left to Whatever the show. Whatever we decide on, we need to really go all out on Canva with a little logo for it. Sure. Uh, and Ooh, we do- some kind of audio cue whenever it comes up. <laughs> with the task force we were uh, i mean we're in a real brainstorming mode right um, here you can tell we have our multi-faced uh dungeon and dragons uh, uh dice dice that we're yeah. gonna th- we're gonna what's it hurl roll because <laughs> you, you hurl what is this i mean that's yeah, it's rolling a dice it's hurling it <laughs> hurling i feel like is that's overhand an, that's chucking oh see there you go okay well creative liberal uses see this is uh, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have opened this door. You're gonna get on my case about it. This is the polygot of it all. Polyglot. Poly, polyglot. Polyglot. Polygon. Uh, Anything? Polly no, is an nothing. escrow. Polly <laughs> wants an escrow. We're, so we're about Third sound effect. I'm losing it, man. Okay, we have a couple no. of moments left. Um, as we as we wrap up, um, do we want to share with we, people we, some of the stuff that we're planning to do for the for the show this year? Um. Yes, we can we can talk about that. I, can we run through the themes one more time? Sure, yeah. And if anybody wants to sound off off air over email or Instagram or what have you about what you support, let us know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> turn it up. I'm an escrow about this. Too damn much, Tammy said. Some, what, we have a bunch of iterations of the patience. Practice makes patience. The reward of patience is patience. Wait for it. Praxis? Patience. <laughs> have some damn patience when you're showing what you've got in escrow. <laughs> And I think that's just like the rules of escrow. Again, not looking it up. Show us what you got. Remember to remember. Mm. We've heard a lot of really good ones. Mm. Um, and we, how about this? How about if we pick four and we use them in, in the four quarters of the year? Oh. You like that? I do like that. Is this the escrow? Is this the escrow <laughs> I want to be an escrow so bad. Uh, maybe I'll change my New Year's <laughs> I mean, it would be cool to own a house. Could you imagine? Well, can you be an escrow about stuff other than a house? I'm an escrow about, I'm an escrow, I'm con- that's my constant state of being, is an escrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm keeping it close to the vest, I'm an escrow. As we, <laughs> this, you know, was a Sesame Street when the, the word of the day is. <laughs> it is our word of the day, I'm so sorry, I just think it's so funny. Um, as now I'm crying. We, <laughs> we have like a minute left for yeah. the show. As we, I don't think we have time for one more caller, but we can, maybe we can talk to them uh, after the show is wrapped. Um, if you have things that you want to see from us this year, let us know. You can send us an email, thegapradio at gmail.com, um, the gap radio, at the gap radio on Instagram. Um, you know, we get a lot of fabulous ideas from our listeners and our callers. You know, we're, we're talking about a library episode, a streaming services episode, something about utilities being privatized. Mm. Remember to remember. Yes. Uh, we are going to, God willing, have some folks from the African Film Festival come on, uh, next month but yeah, right before a the a couple of weeks right before the festival starts remember it is it is free i can't get over that it's, it's free it's amazing yeah um yeah it's been really great to be with y'all last year and this year really hoping for some great stuff thank you althea you're an absolute blast to work with thank you we're shaking hands now. extra we just escrowed <laughs> all over we'll get back to you next week we'll be back next week 8 a.m same bad time same bad channel Mm. I'm Althea. I'm Tammy. See ya. See you next time.
You're listening to KBOO Portland on 90.7 FM in the Portland area and all over the world at KBOO.FM. Many people ask me what my show, Radio Lost and Found, is about, and I tell them it's about one hour, 58 minutes. Radio Lost and Found is a two-hour mediascape of found sounds, forgotten records, outre recordings, and more, coming to you every second and fourth Thursday from 10 to midnight, right here on KBOO. Hi, this is Judy Collins, and you're listening to KBOO in Portland. Today on Wings. Guadzi halpa. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm honored to welcome you to the Department of the Interior, which sits on the ancestral homelands of the Anacostan and Piscataway people. Land 